Thank you for joining us at the First Baptist Church of Coleraine, Massachusetts, as Pastor Jim Rennie continues to faithfully challenge and encourage us in the Word. And it is our prayer that this message will encourage the believer and bring the unbeliever closer to a saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, welcome to the First Baptist Church here in the hills of Western Massachusetts. So thankful for you for tuning in and watching and listening on Christian Radio, WLPV. We're going to be um, celebrating Thanksgiving this week here in the United States, those that are watching abroad, or one of you. And um, every year we have what's called Thanksgiving, so we should be giving thanks every day, amen? amen. So we're going to be reading Psalm 100, it's the thing is to be thankful. For giving thanks. So we'll read Psalm 100. There's a Bible in the pew. If you didn't bring one, so. hear the word of the Lord. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, again, we're so thankful to be here. Thank you for the ones that are listening, tuning in. And uh, we pray that uh, as a result of this message, we'll remember if we haven't done so already, to give you thanks for all that you have done. In Jesus' name, amen? Amen. Like the, the, today's theme is uh, we're going to look at some of the things, some of the things, because they're too numerous to mention, that we can be thankful for. Psalm 103, verse 2 says, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And we're, we're apt to forget, aren't we? Especially when you get older. The older you get, the more you tend to forget. Amen. But let's not forget all the Lord's benefits because we are prone to do that and we tend to forget to be thankful. That's why we have communion service every month because we are commanded to do it because we're apt to forget. Do this in remembrance of me. So let's be thankful for God's faithfulness. Amen? Amen. We can totally rely on God. We can't rely on other people. If you do, you'll find out you can't. But God, you can totally rely on Him. He's completely faithful. He never fails. His faithfulness never fails. His mercy towards us never ends. His compassions are new every morning.
Now we are God's children. He sees us as the righteousness of Christ. And now we don't need to try and earn his love through our performance because we are accepted by him. We are accepted in the beloved. You know, you're beloved of God. Now once we are convinced how much God loves us and accepts us, and we don't need to try to be a people pleaser. Although I prefer to try to please people than tick them off <laughs> and not please them. I like, I like to make people happy, don't you? And some people you can't make them happy no matter what you do. When we come to God, even for the first time, and I hope you already have, but if you haven't, there's always a first time, there's a first for everything. We come just as we are. Sinners. Amen? Fallen sinners. Believing what Jesus did on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins and then receive it. You come to him and then you receive it. And then you are born again. Then you are accepted by him. No longer separated from him. Completely justified. Those of you haven't heard this uh, word justified, you break up this, the uh, symbols just as if we had never sinned. Justified. So when God sees you, Christian, he doesn't see your sin. He sees the perfection of his son in you. Amen? Amen. God knows all about us. He knows every hair on our head. Some people got more than others. But he knows how many. Notice how a lot, a lot of people, guys are shaving their heads these days. They just give up trying to comb it over. You know? They just shave it all off now. It seems to be the acceptable thing. That's good. God knows about all those hairs that, uh, that remain in the rest of us. He doesn't despise us when we fail, which we do. Uh, and his love doesn't diminish towards us. Uh, he just loves us. Because that's his nature. God is love. Amen? That's his nature. So aren't you thankful that we can go to him at any time of day, day or night, and we can find rest for our souls? So what Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden and otherwise burdened, and I will give you rest. And he's the only one that can give us peace and rest in this world. Amen? Amen. We can be thankful, and I hope that we are. We live in a free, at the moment anyway, a free and prosperous country. We're able to meet together like this without fear of persecution. I'm sure in the future that will change, for sure. You know, there's all millions of people all over the world. We live in a prosperous country. They don't know where their next meal is coming from. 
millions of people don't have running water, we take for granted. We just turn on a faucet. And what happens? Unless it's frozen. Unless the pipes are frozen. The water comes out. We take that for granted every day. Many people, millions of them, don't have electricity. They don't have health care. They don't have schools. And if they do, they probably have to walk miles and miles and miles to get there. And there's no guarantee the teachers are going to show up. Millions of people don't have a change of clothing. They wear the same clothes day in, day out, day in, day out. A lot of them don't even have a pair of shoes to wear. We have so much, we have a, the abundance of everything, amen? So, you know, these things that we tend to take for granted, all these luxuries that we do enjoy every day, because we live in a prosperous country, based, based on Judeo-Christian principles. Anyway, the fact is, the more that we have, the more we have to worry about. Have you come to that conclusion yet? You know, if you didn't have anything to steal, we wouldn't have to lock our doors at night, would we? And then, what happens when we kick the bucket? We leave it all behind when we go. Amen? We leave it all behind. Let me just read we're in the Psalms, Psalm 103, I'm going to read verse 14 through 18. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. For as for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. So we're here for a very short time, and then we're gone. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, from dust we were made, from dust we shall return. We can be thankful that we have God's Word, that we can read it at any time we want to. You know, many people, as you know as well as I do, they're unable to read. Some people are born blind. How much we take for granted that we can see and we can hear. I remember there's a good friend of mine, David Preston, I've told this story before, he was born blind. He wasn't much to look at, some people would call him ugly. He had cerebral palsy. He was a good friend of mine, he's with the Lord now. And he said that what he was looking forward to the most was to see Jesus. The first time he would open his eyes in heaven, the first person he would see is Jesus. Hey, that's amazing, isn't it? Amazing. So we ought to be, we should be thankful. We live in a country where the Word of God 
is available. You know, if you were born in a tribe somewhere, and there's still millions of them out there, it's likely you would never see a Bible. And if you did, you wouldn't be able to read it anyway. Because they hadn't been taught how to read or to write. In fact, in some countries, even if you owned a Bible, you could be beaten and imprisoned just for owning one or just for reading one. So aren't we thankful to live in this country? You know, hear a lot of the negative stuff that's going on. You know, they, they just, the media, they just want to divide us. You know, they just want to divide us. And so there's a bunch of lies being spewed through that TV screen every day. But there's a lot of good things going on. There's a lot of good people in this country. Amen? Amen. And we're thankful to live in it. Amen? Amen. Let's be thankful for the privileges that we have, able to turn to God's Word every day. Psalm 119, 105. Your Word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. In the Bible we can learn about who Jesus is, what he did, what he said, and we can trust him when he says, if anyone is thirsty, spiritually, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, I'm not, that's just not in my mind, is it? If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. Talking about the Holy Spirit. John chapter 7. I'm thankful that you ought to be too. I hope that God doesn't change. You know, people change. We all change. But thankfully, God doesn't change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Everything in this world changes. Everything in this world seems to change. So fast, people change. Relationships come and go. But there's always one that we can completely depend upon. And that's God, who never changes. Jesus Christ, the same, yesterday, today, and forevermore. Hebrews 13, 8. Let's be thankful for the Holy Spirit. God, the Holy Spirit. Once we believe in Christ, receive Him as our Savior. We have God living in us. How we take that for granted? We have God living in us. We are, our bodies, are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen? God, the Holy Spirit, He gives us wisdom. He gives us comfort. He gives us guidance, knowledge, and inner peace. In a, in a world that seems to be going mad, run by mad politicians. 
Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth. What's that? The Bible. The gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal. That seal is the Holy Spirit. That proves that you're a Christian, that you are born again. Marked with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. So we are sealed by the Holy Spirit the day we receive Jesus as our Savior. Those who are saved have the Holy Spirit, who not only guarantees our salvation, but also continues to work in us, to teach us, help us how to live in this world, in this present evil world and to become more like Jesus hopefully as time goes by that's called sanctification he's in the process of sanctifying us becoming more like Jesus as we yield to the influence of the Holy Spirit who lives in us okay in our own strength willpower we have very limited resources. Our strength to do what is right is weak. But, as believers, we can always lean on the Holy Spirit who is all-powerful, omnipotent. We get the word dynamite from. And he helps us to live right and do what's right. There is a difference between right and wrong. You know, a lot of people in this world don't know the difference. But there is a difference. Aren't you thankful today for your church family? Amen? I'm very thankful for you for putting up with me. And, well, not Denise, she's easy to put up with. <laughs> And uh, I thank you, church, uh, and the ministry each one of you has. And for us, uh, I think we're going to be here 12 years in January. I'm not we came here 2012, so work the math out. I think it's 12 years. So time flies when you're having fun. I'm thankful to be here. Thankful that I'm still able to do what I'm doing by the grace of God. Without you, we wouldn't have a church. The church is made up of people, and it's growing. God is building his church here in little old Coleraine in Western Mass. You know, life can be hard. Being a Christian can be very difficult. Being alone can be hard, is hard. You know, but it's a lot easier when you have a church family surrounding you, loving you, praying for you, 
accepting you, knowing that they're on your side. You know, we're not we're not enemies, we're friends. Amen. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. We are the church of the living God. So without Jesus' death and sacrifice on the cross, when he died in our place, we wouldn't be part of his church. We wouldn't have the Holy Spirit living in us. We wouldn't have peace on earth. We wouldn't have a home in heaven waiting for us when we die. And we wouldn't be able to give thanks for all his benefits like we are doing today. This is why we should always remember to give thanks and not, I was going to preach on Philemon. I have to wait till next week. We can't avoid it. We shouldn't avoid it. I'm sure you think of many things that you are thankful for. Count your blessings one by one. You'd be amazed what God has done. Thankful, even, the, even in the midst of our problems and struggles and heartaches, various forms of pain. We have people that attend this church that are in pain, but they come anyway regardless of their suffering. We need to keep focused every day how much God loves us. He died for us. That's how much he loves us. What Jesus did for you and me on that cross to bring us to God, to bring us into a right relationship with the Father so we could be forgiven. We are forgiven of our sins. We don't have to face condemnation. We don't have to face God's judgment anymore because of what Jesus did. That's how much he loves us. He was willing to do that. The just dying for the unjust, the one who didn't deserve to suffer and die, was willing to do it for you and for me. I'll tell you, give you an illustration. I'm going to be finished shortly. Honest injury. A little boy, new to a neighborhood, decided to go outside and start exploring. He ended up walking into a forest. Really curious. It was a saying that curiosity killed the cat. It wasn't long before he became very frightened because he knew he was alone. And he began to cry because he knew he was completely lost. You ever been like that? You know, anyone, when you were a child, you got away from your parents and now you remember how you felt? Completely lost. And you cried. <laughs> But fortunately, someone heard his cries. It was his dad went looking for him because he loved him, of course. And he came looking for him and he found him. He could hear his cries. And then he held him in his arms and he took him by the hand and he led him home safely. 
That little boy was so glad, so relieved that his daddy loved him enough to go looking for him, that he came and found him because he was completely lost in this world. We're like that little boy. We were like that little boy. We all at one time went astray from God. At one time we were in deep trouble and lost without anyone to rescue us. But, but, because of our Heavenly Father, He loves us so much, He sent His beloved Son, Jesus, who came looking for us, he found us and he saved us. He rescued us. And now we are secure. We are safe. And one day we'll be home. One day we'll be home. And now as his child, he leads us by the hand each step of the way until finally he will take us home. This world is not our own. We're just passing through. So, may our hearts be encouraged with the knowledge that whatever comes our way, we can also find reasons to be thankful because of Jesus. Let's always remember, not just during Thanksgiving week, let's always remember every day and never forget all of God's blessings and all of God's benefits. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, with that, happy Thanksgiving, you all. Happy yes, Thanksgiving. Thank Let us close in the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Good to be reminded that we do give thanks. And we are so grateful that we can live in this country, we can meet together like this. And to remember every year, it's not just about the turkey and the stuffing. <laughs> it's to remember those pilgrims that came, they were willing to die, half of them did on the not on the journey over, but when they arrived. It wasn't for those uh, tribal people that helped them. But you arranged all that so they would survive. But many lost their lives. But the ones that did survive, they had a Thanksgiving meal. And the last few hundred years, we've been doing that here. And many of us will be doing it again this week. So let's not forget, and let's not forget to give you thanks each and every day, especially for sending your son to die for us so we can be forgiven of our sins and have a home in heaven when we leave this world, which we surely will. And I want to pray for those of you that have never received Jesus as your personal saviour. All you have to do is come to him. He's waiting for you, sinner, to come to him. 
by faith. Believe that he died for you on that cross. He shed his blood so your sins could be washed away. And he was buried, but then three days later, he rose again from the dead and he is alive. And those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I hope and pray that you will. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you all. Thank you again for tuning in. You can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you find podcasts. We'd love for you to join us at the First Baptist Church in Coleraine for Sunday morning worship at 11 a.m. We are located at 81 Foundry Village Road, Coleraine, Massachusetts. If you have any questions or inquiries, please feel free to call the church at 413-624-8886. Hope to see you soon. God bless.